as you research how to become an entrepreneur and you're listening to podcasts and reading books and hearing what people are saying, no doubt you've seen pitches for online courses um, about how to get started or real specific courses like how to make money on Instagram or how to launch a product or something like that. You've seen those kind of courses that are really specific, right? They're from successful millionaires with plenty of testimonials and ideas around their one proven system for this specific skill or this ability to earn millions in no time. And you kind of know like there has to be a catch. Sometimes it's a great product, it's a great service, it's a great process, but even then inside there, that course was created usually from that person's process that led them to success. So the question in the back of your mind is, how do I know if it's going to work for me? Welcome to the Ready Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm Case Ling, and this is your podcast. If you are feeling that it's time to take control of your future and have the lifestyle you really want by starting your own business, this is episode 48, How to Successfully Take an Online Course. So you are an aspiring entrepreneur. That's probably why you're listening to the podcast. And one of the things I always talk about is finding different ways that you can learn about what it is that you want to do. I always talk about reading different books, looking at blogs, listening to podcasts, and finding online courses or programs that relate to what it is that you want to do. So right now I've got probably 25 active online courses. And I say active because Many of us buy them, log in, get started, but don't finish. Or we finish, but then we didn't get really get what we wanted to do. We didn't start the work, so then we go back and we're repeating it. So there are courses that I'm always looking at. And that's, you know, one of the things to think about if you're going to make that investment. And when I talk about online courses, again, I'm talking about the ones that are aimed about helping you become an entrepreneur, um, either through developing a specific skill like how to, to, do, uh, to become an Instagram influencer or how to do Facebook ads, or there are some that are specifically about just how to become an entrepreneur and get your business started. And these courses range in price from everything. I mean, there's free, but then there's thousands of dollars. So I'm talking about the more expensive courses that are multiple modules, lots of videos and, and PDFs and audio and downloads and all these things that you can get that gives you like a step-by-step -step process to take you to your goal. That's the type of course I want to talk about in this session. So one of the things I would definitely say is people rarely finish the entire course. I'm just going to put that right out there. As I mentioned, I've got a whole bunch of active ones. I'm jumping ahead a bit, but I just want to throw that out there, that that's something that's real. So as I talk about this process, about how to successfully get through a course, take a course and use it to your advantage, this is about making sure you get the most out of whatever you think you, you, know, you spent your money on. So it's, it's important to learn from successful people. There's no doubt about that. So when you hear those successful people talk about their million dollar lifestyle and they're based on their million dollar process, you know, again, you can do other research around them. So you can find out if that person really is as successful as they say they are. And if that process is the one that worked for them, well, it may or may not work for you. But what I want to give you is a few pointers on how you can evaluate the course and then use it to your advantage. What you actually get in an online course package, again, depends on what you're looking at. 
Sometimes they offer you one-time access, sometimes you get lifetime access. Sometimes you get plenty of additional material. So if you prefer video, audio, or PDFs, you, maybe you'll get them all. Some provide access to a private Facebook group. This is sometimes a really great addition in a course because then it gives you access to like-minded people who are doing what you're doing. Some courses provide coaching, so you could take advantage of that. Some just want to upsell you additional modules and you have to watch out for that and see if it's actually worth your while. Um, some are subscription-based, so you sign up and you forget that you're paying for it years later. And then there's everything in between. So what you want to take a look at is all of that and what works for you and what you like or don't like about what the actual course offering is. Now, some are aggregated information that brings together a lot of information, saving you the time from you know, researching on blogs and watching videos on your own. And some are very specific processes like that, that that course creator did to create you know, their million dollar business. And it's a step-by-step -step guide that you can just follow exactly along with your own business. So again, which, one, which type of approach do you prefer? When the first thing to look at when you're evaluating, and again, I'm jumping ahead of my own story here, but the first thing is think about the approach that you like. So don't just look at the price, but look at what you're getting and then look at, about how, look at how they're approaching the subject. Is it a step-by-step -step guide or is it just a lot of information? Let's talk about those types of courses that are around something specific like building your audience, you know, selling a product, growing your business 100 times over, and I want to give you four quick tips to help you decide whether or not it's worth it to spend the money. So one, listen carefully, get, get the content, listen carefully to the course creator, not just me, um, to get the context in which that million dollar process was created. I'll talk about that in a second. Two is to actually do the work. I refer to that. A lot of people don't finish the course. Three is to hold the course creator to their promise. So make, wherever you heard about this course, whatever they said to get you to spend the money in the first place, go, go back and hold them to it. And then measure your ROI. Remember how much you spent and look at what you're getting out of it. Now, a couple of technical things. First on the price. You know, unfortunately, you really have no idea if the course is going to be worth the money. Um, you actually have to get into it. You have to get into the contents and see if it works for you and go through them and see if it applies to you. And you're sure you can hear the testimonials and everything, but for your business, for your idea, maybe it's not going to be the same. If you're buying the course because you saw a webinar or some kind of online seminar from the course creator and that presentation seemed pretty solid and that person seemed pretty solid, Usually that's the indicator that helps you move along. Now, sometimes a webinar can be really slick and the course not very good, but um, that's the risk you take. And unfortunately, in the situation like that, the best deal is in the moment of the webinar. So you have to make your decision right away about whether or not you want to make that investment. And that's the key. It's always an investment, right? It's an investment in your education, even if it's not the very best course for you. So if you're willing to spend a hundred grand to go to college for a few years, think of that course that you're spending a couple grand on as like that extra college course. And if it turns out bad, well, unfortunately, that's the risk you have to take sometimes. And then the testimonials that they give you, you, you have to keep looking around for feedback on the course because, of course, in a presentation, they're going to tell you how everybody said it was fantastic. I've heard a couple of times where a course creator honestly answers the question about who is the course for. And sometimes, you know, it's pretty broad who the course is for. It seems to be everybody. But as you get into the context, which we're going to talk about in tip number one, 
you kind of have to find out, okay, is it everybody of a certain type of person or is it just everybody? <laughs> now, it's also sometimes difficult to find the people who have buyer's remorse about a particular course that they might have spent thousands of dollars on and then it didn't work out, especially if they didn't finish it and most people don't finish it. So a lot of course creators say, oh, if you honestly finish everything and get you know through the program and it still doesn't work for you, that's when you get your refund. Um, so it's very difficult to find people who just want to say flat out, that course doesn't work because those people that didn't put in the work themselves know that they didn't put in the work themselves. So finding the real information that you're looking for about whether or not the course will work for you, again, just like the price issue, it's a bit of a gamble. The other thing you have to think about on the technical side, as I call it, is time. You know, you're making a dollar commitment, so will you set aside the time to work on the material? And we'll just get into that in a little bit. Let's get into the tips. All right, how do you decide whether or not to, to spend the money on an online course as you work your way forward as an aspiring entrepreneur. Number one, listen carefully to the context in which the process or the one proven method was actually created. Many of these courses are based on the course creator's own experience, which is fantastic. That's exactly what you want. You want to learn from somebody who has done the process and had it work for them. But listen carefully to the context that that creator is telling you. And by context, I mean, what is it in their work or their experience or their life story that might have made it possible for them to be successful? Was it really just the course method or was it something else? Because you want to decide if that experience is going to apply to you. So listen carefully to what they're saying about their own background. Is that person an expert in the field that they're talking about? Is it based on work and experience? not a bad thing. I mean, it's actually, you know, it's still a good thing, but you want to understand is whether or not this, you know, proven million dollar process will work for you overnight. Like they're claiming if you don't have the same kind of background, has the creator of the course actually been teaching people offline? And maybe that's where the testimonials come from. That's always great because somebody who starts offline testing their process and then is able to take those people to similar success and then those are the testimonials, you can feel good about that, right? Again, keeping in mind that all testimonials might be made up or whatever, but if you sort of feel that the, the course creator's story makes sense, that they got started by teaching X, you know, offline to people, working as a coach or something like that, and then they learn through the experience of the different clients that this was a particular method, that makes perfect sense. So it, that it could be applied in the real world. That's something that you can have in the back of your mind that, okay, that sounds good. Watch out for what I call once in a lifetime events. Um, they don't usually, the course creators don't usually refer to them, but if you find out another researcher to that person is, you know, best friends with some big influencer or something like that, then you might want to again, put a little bit of a caveat on, especially if they're actually talking about those influencers, but they don't say how they became connected to them, that might be a flag that you wonder, okay, is this going to work for me if I don't have those kind of specific mentors in my life? So listen carefully to what they're not telling you as well as what they're telling you. If they say that, you know, they went from zero to a million overnight, you really want to track, okay, what was that process? And you know that when I do interviews on here on the Ready Entrepreneur podcast, I really talk to people about you know, what was that first dollar? Like, how did it really happen? Because a lot of people like to leave that part out. So you want to find out if you're about to spend thousands of dollars on a course, that's the great proven method of how to do something. You want to know, okay, how exactly did you do it? And did you leave out a big chunk of the story? And is that big chunk that got left out something that's not, that I can't repeat myself. 
Now, that's a question you can ask them. If there's a Q&A session where you get a chance to ask questions before spending money, make sure you keep in mind those types of questions, okay? Second tip, do the work. Now, um, the course creators, uh, there's no way of knowing for sure how many people are successful. I've never seen anybody's stats on how many people started the course. You always hear the number about how many total students there are, but you don't hear you know, how many started and finished towards some kind of success. And of course, it's very hard to know how many people actually finish the course, right? Because not too many are following up. Like some, some of these courses are big and they're long and people are working day jobs. So they might, you know, take two years to complete the course or they might have not needed every module in the course. Maybe they only needed some pieces of it. So it's very difficult to find out. But for you, when you actually decide to take the course, you know what you need. And if you're going to spend money, you want to start from the beginning and make sure you do every module that's important to you. When you're looking at a course and they're going through it step by step and telling you, you know, this is how things are done. One thing that's really important to listen for is what are the extras you have to do to actually make the process work? Because sometimes that part is just not explained. For example, if you're doing a course on how to put up great Facebook ads or something like that, um, so they'll talk, you know, they'll walk you through the Facebook dashboard and talk about how the, what all the different fields mean that you have to fill in, but they might not specifically explain all the other steps that you have to do to actually get that ad ready, like have the image and have the copy. I mean, they'll refer to it, but they might, you know, you have to think about how long is it going to take me to find the types of images that I want? Or if they say, then you add your copy, but then you have to then make a note, I have to write the copy or I have to get somebody to write the copy for me. So what you need to pay attention to is when they're going through the actual process, make a note. What are all the things that are up there as you're watching a video or listening to the audio? What are all those things within the thing, within that particular step that they're talking about that you would have to have ready in order to make that step work? Okay. So again, so if it's, if the finished product has images, you have to have your images ready. If um, they're looking at using an email management service, you have to get an account set up. Um, you have to make sure that everything runs properly on your laptop. You know, whatever the, the, the various steps are, they're more than the steps that they're presenting to you. So make sure you keep track of the detail. That's what's missing really is the detail behind the process. A lot of the million dollar processes are, um, you know, step by step, but there's so many pieces to it that as you go through, make a note. Okay. Uh, if, if I, if, in order to get to this final thing, I have to do these other 10 things. And so that you keep track of all those steps. So when they tell you it only takes five minutes, it never does, <laughs> but just keep and make sure they keep that in mind. Uh, usually whenever there's a course, when I start I like to go through them all to see what every video is about, to see what all of the documents, the, the downloads are, just to get a sense of the overall course, and then go back and do it again real time with whatever business product or service I'm going forward with. Even if it's just in my mind that I haven't actually created the product or service, but I know what it's going to be, then I go through the course with that in mind so that I can lay out exactly what I'm going to do going forward when the course is finished. The purpose of the course is to get you going forward, to get you moving along on something very specific that you want to do. So make sure you have an understanding of what all those extras are as well. Number three, hold them to their promise. So a good course 
we should absolutely provide you with some kind of support email or a way to contact them so that you can ask questions. Go ahead and ask questions step by step, module by module. This is something I never did in the beginning. So I was when I started taking online courses, I wasn't even thinking because I didn't think, oh, really, I could just start emailing them every five minutes. But you can. <laughs> and I, so I was always left hanging because something didn't work. And I, I didn't have that follow up process like, oh, I should just email them. And, and, do, and, and it's important for them as well, you know, because they would love to get that feedback about what worked and what didn't work so that they can tweak the course, especially if, you know, if you're following some kind of recommendation in the course and it doesn't work because some third party policy changed or the app they suggested has become super expensive or there's something in the method that now is a disconnect between the million dollar success that they promised you and what you're really able to do you really want to make sure you go back to them on that and say hey this is different now courses are being upgraded all the time and a lot of them give you lifetime accesses in access and you get the new modules but they're always created in the past right they I don't know of any that actually update in real time as everything else in the world changes. So you have to know when you're getting that course, when it was made, and you might find things outdated, like even screenshots. And you're like, wait, this doesn't look anything like what it, their, their picture. So make sure you just follow up and ask them, hey, what's going on? They need to know if they have outdated material. They need to know if there are mistakes and they need to know what processes did or did not work and what you were doing as you were doing that. In a way, it's like getting that coaching or assistance that they might've wanted to charge you for. <laughs> you can get it separately. If you're taking the course and asking questions all the time, you know, you have a way of getting some additional assistance thrown in there that's included in the course price. Of course, they might also tell you, well, you should just join our coaching group and then, you know, you can get all these answers, but at least make an effort to go through their regular contact or support group. Number four, measure your ROI. ROI is return on investment. That's how much did I get back for the money I spent? In most cases, it's how much additional revenue did I make because I implemented these particular course methods or steps or processes. So make sure you keep track of exactly how much you spent on the course. So that includes any additional applications and things that you bought in order to make the course work. Like if it's, you know, an email management software or website service or something like that, that you bought to have all the pieces of the method that they talked about, include those costs. You want this knowledge for yourself. You want to know for sure if that investment in the course ended up really helping you and moving your business along. Sometimes it's not, you know, you're not able to know for sure because it's not like a one for one thing. You might be doing 10 things at once and implementing just, you know, two or three things from the course and then, the, and then suddenly your revenue takes off. So you just want to know in general what it's going, you know, what the impact is. If you're just starting out and you, you want to learn as much as possible and maybe there is no ROI because you're just spending money now to try and get your business started, but you could be saving money in the future because you're learning shortcuts that will help you in the business. So just think about those wins like, oh, if you picked up something in a course and then realize later on that that was a big difference um, in, the, in helping you maybe save money or something like that a little further into the business, just keep that in mind. It's just important to know whether or not it made sense for you to invest in that course. It always makes sense intellectually. Um, I would say that because you're bound to learn something, even, you know, just what you don't want to do next time. So you can always have that particular win from taking any type of course, but you also want to know if it's a direct win for your actual business. So if you've been doing a lot of 
individual research and you decide to do a course, you can compare the processes that you you saw in blogs or you were from watching YouTube videos and think about how that information in one course puts everything in one place or maybe a lot of the different things in one place. So there's a saving there in time and effort that again, you can't measure, but it does have an impact. Sometimes you'll find in a course steps and methods that you haven't seen anywhere else and that's really valuable. Okay, those are the tips to successfully take an online course when you're starting out as an aspiring entrepreneur and you're trying to learn. Listen carefully to the context that that million dollar process was created in. What That promise that the course creator makes to you, listen carefully to the context in which that promise is being made. Do the work in the course, at least go through it all, see what's there for you and make that effort to actually implement it. If you got as far as paying for it, you want to see if there's some information that you can use and hopefully there's an entire step-by-step process that you can use to take your business forward. Hold the course creator to their promise. Go back and ask questions if you hit a roadblock, if anything has changed, if, if the process is different, should be different, send that feedback and keep that dialogue going. And measure your ROI, whether it's directly in the results of re- additional revenue that you're getting into your business, or if you're just starting out, it's in the rise of knowledge, which is so important. Remember, the number one decision to make if you're still a wantrepreneur is just to get started. And I always say one of the best ways to get started is to build your education and knowledge base around not just the product or service in the industry that you want to be in, but also just around being an entrepreneur. And so one way to do that is to take online courses. And this podcast was about those tips that you can use to successfully take an online course. Courses are a great way to get started. You gather a lot of information related to your business, whether you use it now or use it later, and then you just learn a path for moving forward. So no more excuses. Be efficient, be consistent, be persistent, and start your business today. Okay, that's it for episode 48 of the Ready Entrepreneur podcast, how to successfully take an online course. If you want to learn more, keep up with the Ready Entrepreneur world, read blogs for rising entrepreneurs, access training videos, download PDFs to help you get started on your business, and sign up for the mailing list that will keep you up to date on tips and ideas, strategies, giveaways, and other cool stuff, visit readyentrepreneur.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please tell a friend, subscribe to Apple Podcasts, please leave a comment or a five-star review on the podcast page, and let me know what you think of this information. Let me know your questions. Send me an email, contactcase at readyentrepreneur.com. Thanks so much for listening. This has been the Ready Entrepreneur Podcast with Case Lane. 